It's Tuesday, March 1st, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Talks between Russia and Ukraine on a potential ceasefire ended with no deal on Monday as Moscow intensified its assault, killing at least 10 civilians in a shelling attack on the residential neighborhoods in the eastern city of Kharkiv and pursuing efforts to seize the capital, Kyiv. Meanwhile, Russian forces struck the central square of Kharkiv early Tuesday as Moscow, frustrated in its plans for a quick victory, switched to a new strategy of pummeling civilian areas in an attempt to demoralize Ukrainian resistance. Live cam footage of Kharkiv's central Freedom Square showed a missile landing just outside the local government's headquarters with a fireball charring nearby buildings and cars. Local officials said there were fatalities. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has made slower progress than most military analysts had expected as Russian forces struggle with fierce Ukrainian resistance and logistical problems. A large column of Russian forces was heading toward Kyiv in the northwest, U.S. officials said. In financial news, the crisis in Ukraine continued to stoke turbulence across global markets, helping send the S&P 500 lower for a second straight month and Russian markets plunging. Major U.S. stock indices swung for much of the trading session before finishing mixed. The S&P 500 lost 10 points to finish at 43.73 on Monday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 0.5% and the Nasdaq Composite Index turned higher, adding 56 points. Oil prices rose, with front-month Brent futures gaining more than 10% this month to $100.99 a barrel, notching the largest three-month percentage gain since January 2021. Brent prices last week surged to almost $100 a barrel for the first time since 2014. In political news, President Biden plans to deliver his State of the Union address to Congress tonight as the Democrats try to rally support for his agenda with lawmakers and voters headed into the midterm elections. White House aides envision the evening as a chance for Mr. Biden to focus on his plans to fight inflation, promote accomplishments, and restore some sense of normalcy after two years of COVID-19. With Russia's invasion of Ukraine last week, foreign policy will be front and center. Last April, Mr. Biden spoke to a joint session of Congress about his first 100 days and his legislative agenda. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds will give the official Republican response afterward. In the Supreme Court, a case over federal authority to limit greenhouse gas emissions drew out sharply different principles in arguments Monday, with several conservative justices seeking broad rules to rein in regulatory power while the liberal minority said the EPA's approach adequately accommodated industry needs. Currently, no regulation limits greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. Litigation tied up both a 2015 Obama-era initiative called the Clean Power Plan and a less stringent Trump administration replacement called the Affordable Clean Energy Rule. The electric industry has managed nonetheless to meet EPA emissions targets by choosing to close coal-fired plants and replace them with cheaper gas and renewables. Questions around the limits of regulatory authority for federal agencies have arisen during the proceedings, such as whether or not agencies can adopt rules that affect large swaths of the economy without explicit directions from Congress. A ruling on climate regulations could be devastating to the president's agenda. And... New Orleans is celebrating Mardi Gras after the city's signature event was canceled last year due to COVID-19 concerns. 
Pre-Mardi Gras balls, parties, and parades, all with COVID-19 restrictions, have taken place in recent weeks, buoying hopes among businesses. Mardi Gras, or Fat Tuesday in French, falls the day before Lent, the 40-day period for fasting in many Christian faiths. In New Orleans, Mardi Gras season starts weeks before with a series of festivities culminating on Mardi Gras. In 2021, the city banned all parades. A few balls were allowed but under strict rules. Though some underground events were held, the moves were a deep blow to the already battered tourist industry. Like elsewhere in the country, COVID-19 infections have declined there recently and businesses are eager for tourism to return in large numbers. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.